Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to me, it's year three of Gender Z. Listen to us while we make a fuss about content with energy. Let's have a hard conversation on Gender Z. Welcome to Gender Z, I'm Bren Bartel. And I'm Michelle Leong. And today we're going to talk about our experience with applying to college. Because we're done! Yay! <laughs> now just comes the second part of waiting to see if they want us. But we're oh, done with all the work! <laughs> oh my god. It's like, where do we start? Like, when did you start, like, writing? I started the day they opened, August 1st. Whew. Well, because here's the thing. Because you're the oldest in your in your family, right? Mm-hmm. I am not. <laughs> My parents were like, we will learn from the mistakes of before. <laughs> so everyone's life is easier. But I yeah, feel like I everyone think- tells us to start early. Like, everybody's like, start early. <laughs> yeah, because especially the people who are like college kids now, who are our friends, they're like, oh my gosh, you gotta start early or you're gonna die. And the you right- can see it on some of our classmates' faces. <laughs> Man, I've seen some like crazy stuff. Like someone's like, "Oh, the Stanford like application is due um like today. I haven't started." And I'm like, "Uh, you can't just start the Stanford application the day it's due and turn it in and get in. They require you to you have to write like eight essays for them." Oh my gosh. Good luck to them, but oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad that isn't me. Mm. Yeah, no kidding. Was there, like, a part of it that was, very like, super rewarding for you or, or on the flip side, super frustrating? <laughs> oh, there's a list. <laughs> well, I would say that the most rewarding thing is, like, when you know what you want to say and you finally get the stuff you want to say down like whenever you're writing an essay right yeah. and then obviously like hitting the submit button oh my god it's like you're du- like it's submitted you cannot yes. do anything about it anymore let's take a moment to recognize common app for having a congrats button and you can press it as many times as you want <laughs> and confetti flies across the screen that was one of the most rewarding things because I did not know they did that the first time I turned in my first application. And I was like, congrats, 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 confetti. Okay, sorry, keep going. No, 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 no. Like, the confetti, I was like, wait. I, like, spam clicked that, like, ten times. So I was like, I need to see that one more time. Maybe I should record it? No, 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 I'm gonna... <laughs> no, I did the same thing. <laughs> oh, did you submit everything in one go? Or did you, like, submit some on, like another day and then like others like a few weeks later like how'd you do that i think it's dependent on the college because like what i always did first was i filled out all the like demographic information like my name and stuff about my family and my nationality and all that stuff um Mm -hmm. and like stuff about my school history all the stuff they ask you for but i didn't And what happened typically is I would fill out all of those boxes, all the quick stuff to pick. And then I would start writing the essays. And after I had proofread them and made, been happy with them, I would, well, my dad proofread them. 
And I, I'm saying that right now because I know if I don't, he'll listen to this episode and be like, I proofread your essays. Why didn't I get a shout out? So here's your shout out, Dad. Uh, <laughs> and then I, I'd put him into the application and my mom would proofread my entire application, you know, to make sure I put in like my name correctly. Because there was a year in like fourth grade where I just kept leaving out a letter in my name. It's really <laughs> um, <laughs> and my teacher would like pass it back and she'd be like, full marks. Spell your name right. Um, <laughs> she never said it like that, but that was basically the message. And uh, and then after she would proofread it, then I would proofread it one more time, and then I and then I would pay the ridiculous amount of money they wanted me to pay mm. and send it off. Because that's the thing too is that I didn't really. I feel like isn't talked about enough. It's just applying to college is so expensive. I got several fee waivers, and I still paid well over $500. How much money did you pay? I don't remember, but I didn't apply to, like, that many schools, I think. I think I, appl- I applied to, like, eight schools, and then I had a fee waiver for one of them. Or else I would have only applied to seven schools. I didn't apply to that many schools. I applied to eight. <laughs> well, I mean, like... I feel like eight's not too crazy. Like, I feel like yeah. five to ten, if you're between the five and ten mark, it's like, okay. It is funny, though, because, like, every adult I've talked to about college apps, because, of course, that's all the adults in your life want to hear about now. Um, no, honestly. I mean, no shade to them. I get why. It's an easy thing to make conversation about, but I'm like, I've done this too many times. Um, or like, I applied every to family three. function. I know. It's like I only applied to three. I applied to two, and I'm like, well, I applied to a lot more. Okay, it also depends on the schools you're applying to, right? That's like, true. If you're applying to like some safe, like oh, some with like higher acceptance rates and like whatnot, then like yeah, if you want to go to like a closer college or like one with a, a nice acceptance rate, like. Do that it. makes sense. To you don't need that many schools, but if you're applying to schools that are like mm, Princeton, Harvard, Yale, you might want to have a backup. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing too is like I think for me, my median price was about 65-70 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Most expensive one was 90, and that's Stanford. Like, and I know a bunch of other people apply. So I'm like they must, they have thousands and thousands of people apply every year. Their acceptance rate is like 3%. And I'm like, they've got to make millions of dollars just off their application fees. Like, how? I'm like, wow. I don't know. I'm just like, wow. I mean, like, I don't, I would say that, like, I totally get why some of them are more expensive than others. Like, if you have a lot of supplementals and, like, whatever then like they have to read through more stuff and take more time to like look through everything there are some schools where i'm like you guys had a concert a free concert with like this great artist i'm like wow you guys have the money for that it's great so i'm like it's all i'm like they yeah. have some wild spending. At some that's the, that's the thing, you know. I'll judge and, and and whine and gripe all I want, but I applied, so <laughs> I can't be too harsh. I am just curious, though. I'm like, what? What does that money fuel? Does it fuel like the admissions office payroll? Like, what? I I don't know. 
don't know that much about college finance. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's $90, 10 for each essay. <laughs> when did you finish, like, your main essay? Like, because they have, like, the Common App one. Well, or they I, have I finished that, like, beginning of October. Okay. Because I, I knew I wanted to start applying to schools as, as early, early as possible. But something that I think yeah. is dumb. Not dumb. I should refrain <laughs> from using such words. Since I have not heard back from all of these institutions. Something I think is interesting. Is that the Common App, to my knowledge, you know, it's created so everything's in one place. You don't have to write a different essay for every school. You send it in once you're done. That was not true for any of my schools. Almost every single school I applied to, I had to write one to, like, eight more essays. Yeah. In addition. <laughs> like, I they were shorter, but still. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely a point that I think everybody hits. And for me, it was, like, it's probably, like, mid-November. <sighs> and I'm, like, it's never going to stop. When do these end? <laughs> the college apps are never gonna end when was that for you was that like um well i applied to like some cal state schools and that application is due or those applications are usually due like november 30th or like december yeah. 1st but a lot of them the cal state ones they don't require any writing material it's more like just filling out the stuff yeah i mean there's there's obviously downsides to that because like they don't know you they only look at like your gpa or like whatever yeah and like i don't have anything i'm not applying to any major that requires like a portfolio or that's good any sort of thing either so um i mean i submitted it like a few days before i honestly almost forgot about it <laughs> Which would have been horrible. Michelle, oh my gosh, that would have been horrible. Because it was Thanksgiving. You know how, like, Thanksgiving? Yeah, that's fair, that's fair. And I was like, la, 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 let me eat my food. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> college. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let me eat my food and let me, like, write my paper for, like, whatever, you know. Not, it was not, like, college-related. I was like, let me just write, do whatever, do some homework, maybe, you know. I'll know. think. I'll think about it. And then I was like, oh my god, wait. My applications are just sitting there. Like, I, if I'm done. Like, I just haven't paid for anything. I haven't hit submit. And then I was like, why am I not submitting? And then I just sat down there, and I was just, like, spent five minutes. And I was like, submit, pay, submit, pay. Like, pay, submit, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then exactly. I was like, oh, never mind. I'm done. I just didn't submit them because they were just sitting there. Yeah, I will say I'm not, like, I, I know, for me, I think – and this is true when you apply to a lot of schools, is with supplements, because there's two types of essays when it comes to applying to college. There's, you know, your big common app, your big essay, the 650 word one that everybody knows about. And then there's supplements, which are shorter, you know. I've had ones that are 50 words. I've had ones that are 100 words. I've had ones that are 300 words. You know, it really just depends on the school you're applying to. Mm-hmm. Um. And those ones you have to be a little tighter. You guys, you just got to be faster in making your so what point. Um, 
But I think I think the good part is that there's some common ones that I think a lot of schools stick to, like, why do you want to come to our school? Yeah. What major are you interested in? Why are you interested? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I think if you have the option to write similar essays or if you're writing two essays for two different schools of why do you want to go to this school mm-hmm. and you can use elements from the first one and the second one, do it. Because if you – I think most kids – I had to write something like 30 essays or something. I know somebody who had to write like 40. I'm like – and they only applied to like two more schools than I did. I'm like, How oh many my schools did you apply to? 11. <laughs> Okay, that's not significantly more than mine. No. But that's... Yeah, yeah. I went to a, like a presentation from a college admissions officer, and she said that the, the average amount of colleges and universities that high school seniors apply to is between 7 and 15. Or maybe it's <sighs> 8 and 15, but God. oh. No, there's somebody at our school, and I think you know who they are. No, you definitely know who you are. I just don't know if you know this fact about them. Who supposedly applied to twenty one schools? Yeah. Mm. Did she end up doing it? I think the teacher tried to talk her out of it. <laughs> I, I remember looking at over at her screen at on Common App, and I was like, "How many colleges are you applying to?" And she's like, "Oh, they're just here." And she just flips the screen so I can see it. I'm scrolling through comment. I'm scrolling to see these schools. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. No, like if anyone can do it, it's her. But at the same time, I'm like, so many colleges would love to have you. You don't need to. It's do okay. That. <laughs> I know. I w- I'm stressed for her. I um, know. Yeah. Something that I think surprised me about the process is I didn't expect, for some reason, I had built up, like, asking for a letter of rec to be this big, scary thing, and it was not at all. I walked up, I was like, hey, I filled out this form that the counselors have us fill out to make your life easier. Would you write a letter of rec for me? And both teachers were like, I'd love to. And you're like, oh my god, really? I know, I was like, really? Oh my gosh! (laughs) Stop! I had the same exact experience. I was like, oh my god, like, how do I ask? How do I say this without trying to... And I was like, how? I know. And I was like, so can you write me a letter of rec? And she's like, yeah, here's my sign-up sheet. Just, you know, give me your resume and give me all this stuff. And I was like, really? Like, yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, like, add me on Common App. Add me on... And I'm like... This is wonderful. Yeah, I bet I bet you that senior teachers, like teachers who teach seniors, have to write less letters of recs than teachers who uh, teach juniors. Mm. Because senior year, by the time you're asking for a letter of rec, they haven't known you for that long. Junior teachers have a whole year. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I would have. Yeah. Yeah, and I I asked two teachers, and I I thought about asking. It was a hard choice for me, because one of them, I'm like, okay, I know I have to pick you. Um, (laughs) Well, you know, because they're like, you know, get one humanities, get one STEM. Yeah. Mix it up. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
I had another teacher that I really wanted to ask because she's an amazing teacher and I need to stop by her classroom and say hi one of these days. Um, I didn't end up asking her, but I'm sure she got many requests. Yeah. I feel like the teachers also procrastinate on this too. Oh no, they so, totally do. <laughs> like some of them, some of them, like they're like, oh, I need to write like 20 today. And I'm like, <laughs> Like, I, like, I, and it seems like, too, like, they all just compile the requests, and then they just sit down, like, like, there's two types of teachers. There's teachers that do them as they come in, and then there's teachers who do it, like, all in one day. <laughs> Which is, in, that's insane. But I'm guessing the teachers who do it all in one day, that doesn't actually seem that, well, it is insane, it doesn't seem that weird to me, because I bet within like a week they probably get at least 75 percent of those requests because there's always a few stragglers at the beginning and always a few stragglers at the end but i bet a bunch of it is localized to like a two-week span i know because they always have like the you know the courtesy thing where it's like you know you want to give them some time and honestly i totally get that i'm like you know what i'm i want to give them more time just exactly give them more time to remember all the good things about me as a student. <laughs> <laughs> then, like, the two weeks before, it's like, oh, my God, I better write this ASAP. Yeah, and something that freaked me out is I was tr- I had to submit my application. Like, it was the day to submit something, and my letter of rec wasn't in from one of my teachers. And I was like, dude, <laughs> please turn it in. And he was like, you can turn in your application without me turning in your letter of rec. And I was like, wait, really? He was like, yeah. I was like... <laughs> thank you so i turned it in and then the college was like we got both your letters of rec and i was like oh thank oh yay good yeah because like um i know for like some schools you're like oh um for whatever the extra application materials or whatever that stuff can come in like a few weeks after you submit your actual application which is really nice to hear but i was like yeah (laughs) i feel like that's not readily advertise but it makes sense because i mean yeah. like when you're a teacher or a school counselor you have a little more pull than with an admissions counselor than a high school student yeah but oof, those hectic times i don't think i can do that again like just imagine if we want to go to grad school yeah no thing mm. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe I'll be a completely different time manager yes. and some whatever. I mean, like, okay, I don't think my ta- time management for college apps was that bad. Like, I'm going to be honest. I finished a, a lot of, like, the stuff, like, weeks beforehand. Or, like, like I had time. It was never – like, I submitted nothing on the day of because I was like, I don't do that because I, I would freak out. Yeah. And like I never submitted. Oh my god! Oh no! Oh, that's so stressful. <laughs> yeah, I never submitted anything on the day because I had to submit a portfolio for the majority of my schools, mm. and their requirement is your application and your portfolio must be in on this date, and it often takes them twenty-four to forty-eight hours to send you the link for you to upload your portfolio. Um, oh my god! So I had to submit everything like five days in advance. <sighs> Which wasn't too bad. It only caught up to me with one school. Um, but I submitted it on time, so. 
Ja. Oof. I also feel like, no, no, I also feel like if you do it in the beginning of the school year, Mm -hmm. then you're not as burnt out because when you have more stuff to do, then it's looming and it's piling. Everything is piling Mm -hmm. up. And like on top of all the things you have to do for school. Yeah. When you come back from summer, you're like kind of refreshed. You're like, okay, I've, I've been off of school for like a few months, you know, should be good. So I think that was, I don't know, that was like my thing with like applying early because I was like, I know I'm going to burn out and I'm going to just lose it. Exactly. Like, like I, I chose to do early action for a lot of my schools and it was really daunting at first, but then I'm like, I'm done. Like all I, I was like, my friends were still deep in college apps and I was done. Yeah. And I was like, this is great. Huh. <laughs> No, it's absolutely great. I mean, like, like the, there's, I feel like there's, I don't think this term has ever been used once, but I'm going to use it. I feel like there's such a thing as cliched advice. Like, it might still be good advice, but you hear it over and over and over and over again. Um, To a point where you're like, really? Is it really that helpful? Starting early is so helpful. Yeah. Like, everyone is going to say start early. Like, if you ask someone for college advice and you mm-hmm. haven't applied anything and, like, you said on time, um, start early. <laughs> yeah. I think my second thing was of, of advice, especially in your writing, don't try and be someone you're not. Don't be a walking thesaurus. Like, they want to see your personality, not can you write a paper. Because, like, I feel like the can you write a paper part comes through, like, answering the prompt itself already. Yeah. Like, if you say stuff they understand, then, like, yeah, you can write a paper. It's just, it's more like presentation. Like, who yeah. are you? I, I want to see who exactly. you are. Exactly. So. Because you want to pick a college that not only is a good fit for you, but they also want to pick applicants that would be a good fit for them and that they know would mm-hmm. do well. Yeah. You know? Um, I like that I'm saying that as I'm an admissions counselor. Tuition is expensive, you know. They want they want people who are going to go all four years and graduate so they can get that money. That money. Yeah. They need to keep. I mean, they need to keep their stats where they are, or like you know, make them go yeah. up or whatever. I mean, that's the. There is kind of a beauty in it. Like, there is a lot of anxiety and stress and just writing and applying and then waiting. But at the end of the day, after you have hopefully gotten in to the places you applied, even if you don't get into all of them, at the end of the day, it's your choice. And if you apply to, you know, 8, 10, 12, 15 schools, there's a good chance you're going to get into more than one of them. So maybe even if you only get in two of them, you still get to choose which college you pick. Because yeah. not only are we applying to them for them to pick us, but we also have to pick them back. So I think I think in that, if like that is, I think it's not a fix, but it's a way to maybe he'll minimize that anxiety a little bit because, you know, they want you. You just get to pick which one you want most, which in itself is a hard decision, but still. <laughs> yeah. Um. I feel like 
like right now, I haven't received any of the uh, decisions yet. I mean, probably by the time it's posted, I will. But I mean, like some of them I have received already, and they're like mostly my safety schools. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yay, I got in. Like we're celebrating small wins because I'm like, That's exactly, cool. you did like, the work. Yeah, like I did the work. I still had to do the work. So yay, small wins. Um, but I feel like when the schools that you really want to go to when they come back it's like how do you prep yourself for that right and I think like just watching some of my friends go through like early decision because like all of those came out all of those are out oh my but gosh early decision Stanford I have not heard anyone who got in I know and I we both know so many people who applied there's I feel like a lot of people applied like in our I mean, overall, a lot of people apply, but, like, I know for a fact, like, a ton of my friends have applied yeah. for Stanford, and, well, you know, 3% acceptance rate. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the, that's the interesting thing, too, is, like, at first, no news was scary, but then I realized, even if they reject you, they have to send you, like, an email or a letter that says, thanks for applying, no. Yeah. Like, they don't just leave you hanging dry. Like, they tell you that they're not taking you. So, no news is not necessarily bad news. It just is. It just exists. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of, like, the early decisions and, like, a lot of a lot of people got deferred and, like, there's just a, a lot of, like, oh, no, I didn't get in. Just You just hear that, like, crap I didn't get in I didn't get in and like there's a lot of people who don't know how to deal with that very well like I can there will be people crying about it and like my god it's like my dream school yeah that's the thing oh I can't imagine not getting into your dream school I because that's why I never did any early decision because I never had a school that I was like this school is meant for me it lives in my heart. Like, I never had that. And seeing people get turned down from their dream schools is so humbling. Oh, it's so heartbreaking. But I, but something that, like, one of my um, old friends told me, like, she, she got accepted into good schools and also rejected from schools that she wanted to go to. And she was telling me, like, right now she's a freshman in college, but she was telling me how last year when she applied and like got her decisions back she said it was really really hard to like kind of accept that they're like rejecting you right and she was saying how like I was a girl you need to do a PSA (laughs) because like everyone in our senior class is like crying and like dying (laughs) um yeah but she said something she said well you know when you get them back you're always and if you get rejected you're always thinking things like oh, like, what could I have done better, you know, like, was there something that I'm, was there something that I could have done, or, like, what am I missing, what are they looking for, did I do something wrong in my application, and she said, the thing is, like, you're actually qualified, Exactly. like, you're, you're very qualified to go to all these good schools, like, a lot of people are qualified to go to whatever school they apply to, um, especially if they put so much thought and time and, like, effort into applying then it's like, yeah, they probably worked hard for it. But the issue is, like, 
it's like limited space and she was like don't take it personally and she was like it's not like it's really easy to say obviously but yeah she's like you can't take it personally because it's not that they don't want you it's like they either don't have enough space for you or it's like like yes they'd love to have you but like you're not the right fit for their school they think you'll do better at a different school so she's like take it as like a blessing in disguise because at the end of the day like you're gonna be where you need to be exactly and and you know to add on to that it means that like you don't want to go to college and spend thousands of dollars on tuition and and room and board and all that and then like hate it (laughs) Like you want to go to a school that you're going to do well at, and if some and if a college is rejecting you, oft I feel like it could often be because they're like, this is not going to be the best college experience for you if you come to our school. And also, you know, for me, when I got my f- rejection letter, I um, yeah, I was disappointed, but they did even say in the letter, they're like, it's not that you aren't qualified. We just literally don't have space for you. Um, that wasn't the direct quote. They were like, you had a really impressive application. We just can't accept you at this moment. Um, and I think if you take some time and you think about it, like, yeah, it's it sucks. But at the end of the day, you know, you can f- – I, I found a way to rationalize when I'm like, well, it's one less choice I have to make. I don't think I would have liked X, Y, Z about living there, you know. Um, and as more acceptance letters roll in – it makes it way easier to get to like feel less sad about your rejection. You're like, this place wants me. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, hopefully I'm like, I'm trying to take that in too. Cause I know that like, like it's not, I mean like some people get accepted into all the schools they apply to, which is great. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. sometimes it's just not the case, you know, like you're going to mm-hmm. have, you know, schools that just are like, you can't. And, like, you're just going to have to be, like, okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, like, absolutely take the time to kind of to be sad and be disappointed. And at the same time, like, there's not a lot you can do about it. But, you know, you will get better news later in the year. Um, you know, and it's it's... The further away you get from it, the less daunting it is. I'd say if it was your absolute dream school since you were five years old, it might take you a little longer to adjust to that than I adjusted to mine. Because, <laughs> yes, the one I I, adjust, I got rejected from, I wanted to go to school there. Like, why would you apply somewhere you don't want to go to school? Um, but I'm okay that I'm, I'm not going to get to go to school there, you know. Um, yeah. it's, it's really... The process is kind of weird, but once you're done, you're done. And it is so yeah. freeing to be done. Um, and the waiting game, I think, actually isn't the worst. Because I know that I will be notified if I'm accepted or rejected. So, you know, if you're really anxious about getting rejected, maybe the waiting game is the perfect time for you. Because you don't have to have any decisions. <laughs> yeah. I feel like as it's creeping up, I'm like, let's forget about it. <laughs> let's just... It's fair. We'll wait for the email to come in. <laughs> for the portal. Be like, there's a decision in the portal. And be like, oh, okay. yeah. That's right so interesting now, to me. Now. It's like, 
I'll get an email that's like, go to your portal and application status has been made or status update has been made. And you're just like, oh my God. And then like, they'll send you a physical copy in the mail letter later. That's like, congrats, you're in. <laughs> but I love that we get an electronic version and then we get a paper version. <laughs> I don't know how I would, which one would you rather have? Like, are you like, you're like, I need the, I need like the envelope. I need the paper in my hand. I like the envelope, but I appreciate the speed of the internet. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I feel like the envelope thing, it's like, it's so formal. Yes. It's like there. It's and then like, it's there. All the coming of age movies, they get an envelope. They don't open an email on their computer. They open an envelope. <laughs> like, like we want the quintessential coming of age story experience of opening the envelope <laughs> like even in spider-man no way home which is set in this very day and age he has a spider suit with thousands of dollars of technology that's the most advanced thing in stem today and he still doesn't know if he got into a college unless he opens the letter <laughs> it's like dude I think it's Princeton too. Isn't it Princeton? I don't remember. I don't remember what it was, but it it was. It. I think it was an Ivy school. Yeah. No, it was an Ivy school. It was definitely. Yeah, and it's like the Ivy. I bet the Ivy schools email people. That's. (laughs) It's just so unrealistic. It's really funny. (laughs) No, because I remember it's like oh, it's like there's there's been a status update, and I was sitting in the cafeteria eating my lunch. And this is, like, one of my safety schools, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna get in. It's, like, 90% or whatever. But so I just, still. I know. It's still, like, oh, I'm, I'm shaking a little, you know? Like, what is? <laughs> I totally understand why they do it that way. That way you can log in and your application status is confidential and, you know, they're not just spewing it over your email. I totally get that. I would also like to give the critique to colleges that just saying, application status update made is very daunting <laughs> i know and then i'm like on my phone i'm like let me log in what's my password what's my password <laughs> yes what's my password what is my password and then i log in and then it's like you've been like accepted or, like congrats like blah, blah blah and there's like some you know stickers and like whatnot and i'm like oh great and then like two days later there's like an envelope and i'm like thanks for telling me what i already knew <laughs> yes but now you yeah i got an envelope for one because i've heard back from about half my schools um i know right i'm feeling pretty good about it because at least i know half of them i'm still waiting for the other half of course which is going to be like oh i want to know right now i want to know right now but in one of the envelopes you know it was the typical i've gotten this for all, all the envelopes i've gotten that sounds douchey um <laughs> But, you know, they send you stuff like, it's like a congrats letter, and then they also send you stuff about their college and financial aid and housing and yada, yada, yada. But one of them sent me stickers. And I was like, ooh, stickers! I know, it's like, give me give me the stickers and, like, whatnot. No, I like stickers. You can give me the stickers. I forget what school it was, but, like, one of the schools gave me, like, a shirt. For like oh nice you're giving me like application waivers and like stuff like that and i was like oh my god nice. like i don't even want to go to this school but i'm applying just so i can get that 
Yeah, I, I haven't gotten any, like... Oh, that was cool. I haven't gotten any shirts or anything. Stickers is about as far as my deal went, but, uh... For physical things, I, I will say I've, uh, gotten some very good things out of my application. Um... I do know. I think though, like once you once you commit to a school, typically they send you like a shirt or a poster yeah. or something. Yeah. I mean, like they better you you spend <laughs> like you just spend some money buying just spend some money. Some money. Yeah. 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 I think I think the big thing is like yes, it's daunting, but once you're done, you're done, and it's fantastic yeah. to be done. The feeling's amazing. It like, really is. I really do recommend. Breathe. Yeah, like, what I recommend, what I did is I wrote down how many essays each college needed, and then I wrote down what the essays were, and then in, like, a separate document. Oh, yes, in my story. And then in a separate document, I would write down ideas for all the essays. Um, <sighs> I at least recommend doing the first one. Because then when you're done, you can either highlight it or cross yeah. it out or delete it from your list. Because then you can just, like, go in and do a cursory glance and just kind of eyeball how many you have left. Which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, I didn't do, like, the idea, like, jotting down ideas, like, for all of the essays and stuff like that. But I did yeah, do I didn't the... Yeah, do it for every school. Yeah, just but some. I did do the thing you said earlier, like, the... You know, how many essays do I need to write for this school? And, like, what essay yeah. is it? It just helps you keep on track. Because yeah. there's so many dates and things you got to do. And it's just, you know, it's better to make sure you've covered all your bases earlier than later. Yeah. I feel like for mine, at least, um, I, I don't know. Like, I wrote several different essays. Because, like, their prompts are a little bit different for some of the schools some mm -hmm. of them were like pretty much the same yeah um so i would like copy and paste an essay onto like a separate document and then rearrange it yeah do it. <laughs> yeah i was like i'm not writing a new essay for this because it's essentially the same thing it's, it's but like it's asking for something a little bit different maybe sort yeah of, so i totally get that yeah so i'm like guys be strategic and start early start early or like, I don't care be, how many times you hear that, but I'm serious. Like, or it'll be November 15th, and you'll be applying to UW, and everyone around you will be stressed. That was a fun day at our school, November 15th. Yeah. When everyone who applied to UW was stressing out of their minds. Yeah, there were some tears and some, like, scrambling, some running around. I and, and I was just I'm like, like oh, what's up, God, guys? I was not stressed at all. <laughs> No, I remember my first deadline, or the first time I submitted something, was, I think, before Hall Halloween. Because, like, I know my, my like, first deadline was November 1st, and I was like, I want to party for Halloween. <laughs> I don't want to stress out. <laughs> I don't want to stress out about, like, not finishing it and, like, all that stuff. Because Halloween was on a Monday. And oh, right. There was, like a whole weekend before like you know everything so I was like oh my god we need to finish everything before Sunday or like everything before Monday so I can party party hard because it was Halloween weekend so that was 
that's a that's a good point. That's good incentive. Like I didn't want to be like like yeah, you want to be done. <laughs> so the faster you get on it, the faster you're done, and then it's just nice. Because then, like, you can enjoy yourself, and you can enjoy senior year and everything you're doing. And, you know, your friends may be ahead of you, and they may be behind you, but eventually you'll all be on the same page, and you'll all be done. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, once you're done, you're done. So, um, kudos to people who are doing college apps right now, because... I know some people are still struggling because there's always out there's always like a few waves of you know people applying so yes good luck to you um I'm gonna (laughs) good luck to you good luck to your family good luck to your cow (laughs) (laughs) the cow is an important important part of this okay? okay it's essential it is essential Good old Eddie. Good old... He's great. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that kind of wraps it up. I mean... We've done it. Michelle and I have applied to college. I know. Let's go. <laughs> wow! I know. <laughs> Just waiting for everything else to come back. <laughs> exactly. but yeah. But we can do it. You got this. So, please be safe. Be kind. Take care of yourself. Surround yourself with your friends and your family. People you love. Yeah. And And remember, remember, the tiny tiny space potato believes in you. Find us on Instagram at gen.dir.z. Please reach out if you have any inquiries. Today's episode was brought to you by Bren Bartal and Michelle Leong. Thank you for listening to Gender Z, and we hope you tune in next time.